Huzzah! <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and uh, oh, hey, are, are we doing guy, a show today? The late hey, dude. How's it going? Late hey, dude. Uh, I've had a long day. What's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, this guy. What's it? Jason Smith. Tardy motherfucker. Do you remember me? Do you still remember me? <laughs> I forgot what you looked like. It's been so long. He wants to show up two minutes before showtime now. This is what happens. You let the guy get behind a mic within less than a year. He's showing up late. He's demanding green M&Ms only. It's a whole thing. You uh, I, got my, uh, I got my bottle, my thing of grated Parmesan here, like the writer says. That's a night the weirdest, weirdest thing that you... Why do you have grated Parmesan next to your mic? Okay, so... We, we so on stereo, and I think this is part of what you're talking about. I've been doing a lot of talks on my own. I've been like branching out, thinking I'm cool. So you yesterday with uh, one you're of also uh, late. I'm also very late. <laughs> yes, go on. Um, with uh, with one of the members on on stereo, Keith Andrew, we did a uh, Phantom Menace rewatch yesterday. So we had to watch the whole movie of Phantom Menace, and we did talks during the whole thing. So what my favorite thing to eat while watching a bad movie, even when I'm talking about it, is um, popcorn with Parmesan cheese on it. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. Stephanie brought it. I listened to the show. But that so show was yesterday. That wasn't today. So did that just hold over and make you late today? I don't think it needs to be refrigerated. <laughs> no, but you might need to be refrigerated. I really so do. So we know where you are, and we can move you easily from place to place. Because Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Way, I Jason, want to tell since you're late that- on everything, no. Since you're late on everything, why don't you tell us what we are? Oh, <laughs> basically, here's the deal. We love TV. We love movies. And we want to share the ones we want to, we love with you. Yeah, that is very true. And we'll tell you all about the streaming wars, what to stream, and where to stream it. What were you going to say, Jason? I was just going to say that here's what happens sometimes. Jason's ready to go. He's sitting down. He's organized. He's planning. And then he starts doing emails. Or he starts bitching to his wife about something that's not her fault, but he just decides he wants to talk about right that moment. Or he wants he wants to do something. And it's, it's four minutes supposed, before he's supposed to get ready, so it's plenty of time to like check one email or have one complaint or do whatever he does but jason doesn't stop there because he forgets about two minutes into whining or emailing that he actually has a job to do and so before you know it you ha- he gets a phone call from his buddy cliff that says hey you're 10 minutes late to we said we'd meet 10 <laughs> minutes ago and i go i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry and i'm reminded i'm sucked back into the place that i've been sitting the entire time just not paying attention hmm. so that that's how my brain works i will at two minutes before anything important if i have a free time what you need to do is just give me that, like, the, the clockwork orange treatment. Open my eyes, focus me in the right direction, and say, sit there for two minutes without touching your dumb phone. You don't need to touch your phone all the dumb time. Okay, that's true. You know who else? You don't want to know someone who, who couldn't afford to be late at all? Yeah? Who? Palmer. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This guy, ex-con, right? He comes back to his little shit town in Louisiana, and he gets a job as a janitor. I'm telling you, this guy couldn't be late for a second. He's got to check in with the parole officer. He starts taking care of the... This movie, I have to tell you, it's one of those movies that I I just... You know, I don't like watching movies that that evoke that much emotion for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I want... Most of the time, silly, funny stuff now because I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, that's just heavy. Mm-hmm. But this movie, there's something very special about this movie, and it, it caught you it, off guard too, didn't it? You weren't you weren't quite planned. You weren't prepared for this. No, I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't prepared for Justin Timberlake to be as. I mean, he's always great, I have to say, but I wasn't prepared for him to be as good as this. He's the last guy I would have considered for this role, and he's the only guy I can see in this role now. This young child, uh, Ryder Allen, this is the sweetest child. 
I've ever seen. And everything about this this kid is love. The fact that we have the screenwriter here today, that we have Cheryl here today, is, is very exciting for me because I really wanted to kind of dive inside what the process is on something like this. I go back to the fact that, you know, his character, not late. And by the way, very stoic. <laughs> Very stoic. I feel like, like you read a book on stoicism. Also? Should I be more stoic? Should, Listen, if more thing? stoic gets you there on time, then yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I was even like six minutes late meeting you today. Like we, we met up for a few minutes. I was even late to that. I'm late to everything. Today. Yeah, but that I don't didn't know bother me because I, I didn't have anything to do, but this bothered me. I know it did. I'm so sorry. Because you left Cheryl. I feel bad I for know. Cheryl. All right. Let's get Cheryl on. Let's not make her wait anymore. Let's I can't not wait. make her pay yeah. for my problems. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so without any further ado, the writer and executive producer of one of the most heartwarming films that I have seen in a while, uh, Cheryl Guerrero. Did I say it right? Guerrero. I do my R roles. Did I say it right? Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for being here, Cheryl. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. By the way, Jason, I have popcorn too, but I put hot, I put Tabasco sauce on it. I like that way. I like that route. That's I like to burn, you know, like, I don't know. it's weird. I'm weird. But, now the Jew in me doesn't like anything spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any part of that. You should try it. I'm oh no, no, no! Tabasco sauce. Let me tell you, I was 11 years old. My parents took me to Portugal. We're in Lisboa, and I was playing with the Tabasco sauce on the table. And my yeah. mom kept saying, "Don't play with it! Don't play with it!" And then I said, "No, no, no! I know what I'm doing." Boom! I, it falls over, and one little piece, just like in slow motion, bink, right in my oh, eye. Shit. Never looked at Tabasco sauce again. <laughs> you were scarred. You get triggered. If I, if I hold up a bottle, will you get triggered? Yeah. Where, where's human resources? Yeah, exactly. I need them. And Cheryl, congratulations on this movie. I am, uh, you know, it seems cliche if you say blown away, but I really am by, by the tone, the pacing, the performances, and ultimately, and most importantly for me especially, is your script. Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations. Um, That's great. Yeah, well, what you did is great. So I, I, I kind of want to go back a little bit before we get into talking about this wonderful film that you have uh, helped curate. I want to go back to uh, New Jersey. Ooh. Yeah, let's ooh. go back for a second. That's yeah, where you were raised, right? I go back. I've been back twice during the pandemic. <laughs> I mask up. I mask up. Good. You're a mask up. Oh, I like hearing that. Thank you for sharing that. And and you're here now, though, right, in L.A.? Yes, I'm in L.A., Okay, so you're but you're born and raised out there in in Jersey, correct? Yes. Okay. So and you had a little sister, right? A little sister or a big sister? Uh, I have an older sister. Older sister. Okay. And and I, I want to just get right to this because you're a professional athlete as well, right? You were a national lacrosse champion, right? Wow, someone did their homework. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I played. I was attack. I, I played lacrosse. Okay, yeah, yeah. Me too. I like me to think too. I was good, but no, <laughs> I was not. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you're an athlete in New Jersey. Yeah. And you have an older sister. First of all, why does she throw scissors at your head? What, what, what just tell me about this little story, please. Yeah. I don't, I mean, she got mad at me and there were a pair of things and she just like whipped them. And I'm like, I duck, you know, I ducked right in, right in the nick of time. I'm like, she's a maniac. She was a maniac. Well, well I feel like, and why? I mean, she kind of love her, by the way. 
don't know. She had heavy boots. I'm like, ow. I don't know. I must have been annoying her. I, I don't know. I, I really kind of love her, I have to say. But it also makes me want to know if, and we're going to get back to it, but it makes me think, like, was this what ultimately, like, you didn't realize it at the time, but did, did this inspire Girl on Point? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay we're going to get back to this. So you just marinate on that. I got a whole list of things yeah, that I want to talk to you about. Oh, did his homework. Yeah, good job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm very impressed by what you did. So oh, so you've been writing a long time, and the first movie that you get produced um, is uh, the Paris Hilton movie. Uh, Correct? Right? Yeah. No, 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 but it's okay. It's pledged. This is the first you never had a movie made, right? I mean, so yes. now you have a movie made. Yes. Well, good. What? Tell me. <laughs> um, she was, she's lovely. This is, Paris is lovely. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the worst films. I mean, like, I'm not I, saying know. that. I'm not saying that. You had Sophia Vergara. <laughs> look at all the people you had in it. I mean, look, I'm very proud that it's one of the worst ranked films under a Kirk Cameron movie. I mean, I think there's like Kirk Cameron and we're like right below. And, um, you know, I, just so you know, all those you bull movies that we talked about the other day, Cliff, it's yeah. also above those. So that's Postal, Blood Rain 2. Right. Um, it's above these. One, all those. Yeah, it's way above those. Those. Yeah, were- you see, you're already winning. I do not play Paris. She's a lovely human being. Years ago, she gave me a number of a girl that was her roommate, and she thought we, you know, anyway, she was very, she's lovely. Yeah, I I uh, think she's great, too. Uh, That being said, I bring this up for a specific purpose. The tone of that movie, what, what that movie is, is, I mean, literal it's literally the antithesis of what you have created and crafted here. So in between this, right, you go and it's hunted. Is that, is that the movie? Uh, You're close hunting season, hunting season. Okay. Now we get a little bit of a different tone in this one. Right. But what are we building towards? Cause I really am asking about your process in this regard, because now we hit Palmer and Palmer is one of these movies that I think, for me, just speaking personally, you're going to be talking about in 10 years, people are going to go, Oh, you did Palmer. Okay, that's I love that I movie. But really, you're but you're grinding away. You're doing uh, you know different you know uh, for higher work and stuff. So yeah. so where is the inception on this? Uh, you know, for you to sit down and go, I'm going to bring this entire thing to fruition, and we'll get to the blacklist part of it, and yeah. we'll also jump into being an author as opposed to being a screenwriter. Jesus. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you signed <laughs> up for this. Questions, but, yeah, it's um, my job, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jason's over there sleeping at the wheel, coming in. No, I'm just kidding. That's what he's doing. I'm just eating some Parmesan cheese. You guys want some Parmesan cheese? He's got the Parmesan. I mean, where's the popcorn, Jason? Um, uh, yeah, so you sit down to... <laughs> he's, he's coming back. Is this how it works now? Everybody's going to give me a hard time. I was just late. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. This is how, it this works. Is how I lose my job, huh? Cliff Dorfman, Sheldon Guerrero. Think okay. even, your names are even better. Like, yeah, Jason's just so boring. Look how cool your names look like next to each other. This He's gone. <laughs> okay. Get out of here, Jason. Yeah, no. go. Good. Leave us alone, man. We're trying to have a conversation. <laughs> Story of my life. Oh, my- he won't Freeper. do it. He's like Cheryl. a stalker. He's like a stalker. Cheryl, do you want to host the show with me for now? <laughs> yes. You're pro- so, so you do, you know, these other two movies. Yeah. What what compels you to do this? So let's start there. You know, what, what what's yeah. the seed of this? 
Um, I love, first of all, I love, love dramas. I've always loved dramas. I mean, although that's not true. My first love for movies was horror movies. Mm. Um, but I, I'm always drawn to, to drama. Um, and you know, hunting season was something I think I, I wrote that in like 30 days. That was something I was dating someone who lived upstate and I'm like, we're going to film this upstate. And, um, so I wrote it real quick and then someone came in with a lot more money like years later and said, it was just a producer who had read my writing. He's like, I love this script. I want to make it. I'm like, okay, take it. And um, so that's how that, you know, it was kind of, I just sold it and he went off and, and made it. Um, right. You know, but this is different. Yeah. yeah. Throw on Point was another original script. It was another drama with action. Um, and I had had some work for hires in there. Um, a girl on Point's a novel. But this right? was a work for hire too. And I just, did a really good treatment. I, I wrote it with a friend um, or did, I think I wrote the treatment alone, but if I got uh, my friends, like if you get the job, I want to write it with you. And I think she's hysterical and really smart. So I got the job and we wrote it together. Um, so that's how that happened um, mm-hmm. but with, with everything else. It's just mostly dramas and with Palmer, God, I mean, hunting season, I first started writing Palmer in 2007. Hunting season got made in 2013. Girl on Point was previously a a screenplay that I think it had been optioned five times. And finally, I got... I got sick of it being optioned and I got fired from an assistant job. <laughs> Thank you. This business. <laughs> Thank, no, I'm so grateful. Yeah. It, it was exactly what you needed. Every time I've been fired, it's just like a step. It just pushes me in the direction. I, I, I'm truly, supposed to be. Exactly. So after that, I'm like, I'm writing, I'm writing uh girl on point as a, it was actually previously titled jumped in. And um, the publisher said, we don't like that title. We're going to, title it girl on point. I'm like, great. Then my manager Marcus took and put it out in the world and he sold the movie rights. And then they paid me to write it back into a movie. That's so fantastic. That's, that's what happened there. Um, but with Palmer, you know, it was just, I wanted to write another original. I love writing. I mean, I love doing rewrites. If I connect with the material, mm-hmm. um, I'll read something and I'll know I, I, want to, you know, I want this job. Um, with Palmer, it was an original. I got the idea started with the characters. I was around men who had spent time in prison. I mean, I never spent time in prison, but there was a lot of things uh, that I could relate to about these men that I kept meeting. And I'm like, I want to write a guy like these men that I'm meeting. And Where are you meeting all these men from prison? Um, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, AA. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're great. I mean, thanks <laughs> for the honesty. Story. You have to join me in AA, Cliff, to hear yes. that story. No, but, go um, to, what is it? A uh, moon, moon, uh, what's the sundowners? Uh, yeah. The, oh, well, maybe you know. Are you yeah, are might. a friend of Bill? Are you a friend I might of Bill? be. Oh, well, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm not anymore. I was for a long time. And then I just decided I, I I can not smoke weed on my own. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. I know. I needed. You're right. A trip to Tijuana. I'm like, after a trip, I mean, I'm lucky I'm not in a Mexican jail. I mean, it was awful. Yeah. It was just like, I'm like, I surrender. I'm like, I wasn't, you know, anyway, my journey was, um, I mean, I was completely, uh, morally bankrupt. And I was like, you know, waving the white flag. I'm like, okay, I'm an alcoholic. And, um, and honestly, it's just been all uphill, um, you know, from there. I mean, it's just, I'm just so grateful. And that's where I got the idea about Palmer because I wasn't really identifying. I'm like, I didn't drink every day. I didn't lose everything, but there were men that were saying, 
you know, I, I, I knew I was gay when I was like eight years old. I mean, I didn't know what it meant, but I, I figured it out. <laughs> and I remember hearing these men that were, that were straight and saying, I always felt different. I always wanted to be somewhere where I wasn't. And it got my attention because I'm like, wait a second. I thought I felt that way because I was gay. And then I just kept hearing things were resonating with me mm. in these rooms. And there was one gentleman who had been incarcerated and he got out and he got his life together. He did certain things. I mean, you're of service, you're doing things you don't want to do. And I can attest to that. There's so much I did. I'm like, well, how is this going to help me? And it, it does. It's just, you know, I'm washing coffee cups and I'm like, how's this, you know, my, you know, I gotta pay the rent anyway. But, um, no, this is, this is the yeah. stuff that makes art. It really uh, is sweeping floors, humbling myself. And, um, but this guy was talking about how he had been incarcerated and then his life, he was talking about how his life was changing. And in that moment he had bought a home in Los Angeles mm. And I was like, wait a second, how do you go from being incarcerated to buying a home in Los Angeles? I'm like, I'm educated and I'm not anywhere near buying a home in Los Angeles. Um, you know, but I, I'm yeah. proud to say, actually, this is a big moment. I'm in escrow in my first home. And um, congratulations. Yeah, I'm like, it's amazing. Shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, holy shit. We can curse. I'm like, I'm like wow. You know, now I get to pay the enormous taxes. Anyway. I I, yeah, yeah, enjoy that. I won't go there. But um, <laughs> but anyway, so I just had this character. I'm like, I want to, you know, and I go on hikes at Runyon Canyon. I'm like, God, where do you want me to put them? Because I pray and I talk to God and, and that's mm -hmm. my thing. And um and I wasn't getting anything. And um, so I'm I'm in Venice Beach and I'm walking and I see this little boy and he caught my eye because everything about him reminded me of myself, except instead of playing with Tonka trucks and green army men and guns and like beating someone up, he was, you know, he was playing with dolls and mm. he was dressed. It was just yeah. a way where I'm like, Oh, I wonder if his father knows he's gay. And that was just my thought. And I just keep walking. And I and remember thinking, you know, for me, you know, it's just like, you live in New York, you live in LA, people just, you know, they don't care. They leave you alone. Yeah. But like, what if you live somewhere where you're expected to like boys are expected to play football, girls are yeah. expected to be a certain way. And, and, um, and I was just thinking, wow, what would his life be like? And I dated someone who, who lived in a part of the country where I'm like, I am not telling them we're together because anyway, yeah, no, I, that resonates. But I was like, I'm just gonna keep that to myself. Um, mm -hmm. but so that's the moment I'm like, oh my God, the little boy is going to save the man. And then the man's going to save the boy. And it was these two unlike, like for me with Palmer, it was, you know, the least expected thing in his life. And that this little boy, him wanting nothing to do with him and him turning into a parent and a father gives him a sense of purpose and fills him because he's, he, you know, I kind of related to myself when I first got into the rooms, I was just an empty vessel, you know, I was mm -hmm. just like lost. And, um, and then there's just this journey of hopefulness. And um, so that's for me, what was happening between these two. And that really this little boy saves this man who had no, you know, he didn't have a sense of identity when you're a big football star and when you, right. you know, have the potential to, let's just say, pay, playing the NFL. And then that is all taken away from you mm -hmm. and no one will hire you because they just think of you as this guy. Um, I wanted to write a guy like that. I wanted to write a guy who people were judging him and, and not giving him a break. And that this little boy, like most kids are just innocent and they just, 
they just love you. And I, and it was important for me to write Sam as a, a child who liked what he liked and was unapologetic about it. Unlike me, I mean, I, once I realized I kind of hid certain things, like I wanted to play the drums, but I'm like, no, 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 that's going to give it away. Like people, uh, I mean, um, that's heavy though. That, yeah. that is, that's heavy. Cause it's, you're thinking it's a double thing. It's not just, yeah. I want to play the drums. Oh no, I'm not going to do that. But wait, I'm also hiding the other thing. So I yeah. can't do this thing. Cause of that. that's deep. I, I thank you for sharing that. I, so this is now 2007 when this hits you, this revelation. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I started writing. I finished in. It was uh, two thousand seven, and and I I'll, I'll share this with you. I um, for for anyone that's a writer. So I was in. I didn't have a manager at that point, and um, a friend, a good buddy of mine, Daryl. Uh, we worked at New Line Cinema as assistants, and he was always a fan of my writing. And he put me in touch with this manager, and the manager's like, "Oh, Cheryl, I hear good things about you." And he asked me what I was writing and I was writing Palmer and I was in my first act. So I tell him the story because I know the story. And he goes, no, 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 no. Don't write that. Don't write that. Write something with a twist. Write something with a twist. And he goes on to tell me about his client's movie that was opening that that Friday. And he goes, do you see the twist? And I said, yeah, I see the twist. And he gives me his email and he goes, send me some, send me some ideas. So I get off the phone. And I just knew he wasn't for me and it wasn't anything. It just wasn't for me. And there was no doubt in my mind. I'm like, I am writing Palmer. And, um, you know, my feeling is, is the twist is that it's a good story. And, it's a good movie. You know, <laughs> it's the twist. And, and I, yeah. And, and, you know, his client's movie opened that Friday um, on 3,500 screens back when you could do that. Yeah. And it was a bomb. So it was yeah. just like, it was anything. And I that just, was the I, twist. Yeah, that was a twist. I mean, I go with my gut, you know, and, and, um, and then from there. a lot of guts, by the way, you know, because you have a manager, you don't have one, you're trying to just make it in some way. And you're like, you know what? No, I'm still going to stay true to this. Most people would have hung up the phone and started writing ideas with twists. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I've written, I've written, my first script was uh, about a husband who hires a younger man to test his wife's faithfulness. And there's some twists in there. And I actually still think it's a very, it's, it's a good script and it would make a good movie. And that was something also that's been optioned and optioned and, you know, then I'll revise it because time goes on. And, yep. you know, but, um, <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take it from the grave and I'm going to sell that. That's going to get sold one day. But, oh, no. um, well, now you're yeah. going to have this moment too, because I mean, yeah. look at what's happening. I mean, the reviews are coming in. They're all great. So I haven't heard a bad one yet. I've been reading. So we started in 2007. It takes till what, 2015 to get on the blacklist? Was it 15? 2016. So it's, it's yeah, so it's like I've had multiple marriages, divorces, foreclosures. <laughs> but I finished the script and, and I put it out into the world and um, I sent it to Film Independent. Mm. It was the first place and, and they actually invite off my script. They invited me to participate in their lab. And I remember sitting with uh, Josh Welsh and he was wow. the first person in the industry to say, I love your script. And it was gratifying because, you know, I had someone that's like, don't write it, don't write it. And um, so that was a great experience. And then I submitted it. Uh, I got a manager and then um, I participated in Outfest um, mm. in their lab. And that was fantastic. I met Don Mancini. He's a friend today. He wrote Chucky, great guy. Um, and then from there, that manager and I parted ways. It's like a relationship. Oh, yeah. broke up. I parted. Right. And then I submitted it to Austin and I won an award there with the script at the Austin film festival. That was 2009. Wow. Um, then I got other managers and I was with them 
I was with them for about five years and I really like them. I think they're smart. Um, they love the script. Uh, they t- gave it to one producer who was an, an incredibly smart man. Um, and he ended up optioning it with his partner, uh, who, you know, had a lot of money and, um, but nothing, they couldn't get anything going with it. And that was about a year. And then I got the, do you want to hear all this? Oh, I love this. No, you notice I'm not talking. If I'm not talking, I'm super interested. Okay, good. All right. He talks through everything I tell him. I just want for the record to know that. Jason's over there putting Parmesan on his popcorn. You did anyway, right. Go yeah, on, please. So, so I get the script back, God, um, and then the, the then managers give it to an actor who wants to direct it, and I meet with him, and I knew immediately. I'm like, he does not see this the same way. He came in, and everything he was saying about the script, he saw it. It was very clear to me that he thought he saw it as a revenge movie about an ex-convict who comes out of prison. He didn't mention the boy at all. And I remember he left and I said, I don't think he sees this the same way. And they're like, no, 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 just work with him, meet with him. So I started meeting with him and um, he's an incredibly funny guy. He's very talented. I like his work. But he's like, we got to take this out. And it was a scene where Palmer beats someone up. And um, he beats. I don't want to give uh, it. Away. No, no, don't. I know the scene. Is okay. it the scene so that you're in the pool room? In the in the, in yeah, the, pool? In the pool. Okay, room. great. And great. he goes, no, no, he can't do that. I said, why not? He goes, because he's an ex-con. He'll go back to prison. I said, that is exactly why he does that because he has something to lose because he loves this boy. And it was just other things. And he would tell me, yeah, my last movie, I would change the dialogue and tell the actor, hey, or tell the writer, I changed your dialogue. And I'm sitting there thinking, you realize you're sitting with the writer yeah, and you're boasting about, you know, yeah. changing stuff. And look, I know I'm this guy. open for a good idea. And if you make it better, bravo. You know, if you come up with a line and it makes me look good, awesome. Yeah, best it, idea wins. Team win. Right. Um, so finally, I called my manager. I'm like, there's no way I can let him direct this. He'll ruin it. I said, I, I'll, I'll direct. Why am I not directing it? So for a minute. I was attached as the director and I did this beautiful lookbook. And then I realized, no, I don't want to direct it. Another director came in who I love. I'm going to say his name because I did. I really dig this guy, Mark Pellington. Great guy. Um, Mm. Great guy. And uh, he saw it exactly how I saw it. And he's a sensitive, he's a sensitive dude. And, and, um, but he told me, he goes, you know, Cheryl, I have this and another project and whichever has the money first, I'm going with it. I said, okay. And, um, he that's goes, I, honesty in his business. He was. That's why I like him. And he goes, you know, I hope it's yours. So then one day I get a call and he goes, look, I got money on uh, the other money came through. I said, okay. And he moved on and then it just sat and it sat. And at one point, this other uh, producer who was a really good guy, uh, he produced margin call. He read my, I don't know how he read my script and uh, you know, he gave it to a female director and I was dealing with her for a while. And then she just kind of, I don't know. She's fantastic. But then she goes, like my love life. She like ghosted me. I'm like, how could you? (laughs) I've worked with her too, by the way. I know both these people. Um, Yeah. I'm like, really? Uh, But anyway. not alone. Yeah. Anyway. So it was a blessing because after that, it's just sad. And my then managers, it was, it was just like a relationship. I was like, why isn't going, going out all over town? 
it was never submitted for the blacklist. There was just things like with a relationship, when you're dating someone, you have certain goals and, and you're, it's just not lining up. And I was just like, and I'm, I knew I needed to leave. I needed a, a change. Cause for me, like nothing changes, if nothing changes. And, mm-hmm. um, so Marcus, so I left them and Marcus, um, Gorg over at heroes and villains, our chiropractor, I have a friend who's a chiropractor Love and she, she cracks his back and she goes, Oh, Marcus is a good dude. I'm like, so she gave him my script. I'm at Runyon and my phone rings. He's like, Hey, Cheryl, it's Marcus. I'm like, hi. And he goes, you made me cry three times. That's and what I said. Three times I cried. Three and like, times. Like, I got to meet this guy. So we met and I immediately liked him. And he said, why hasn't this script been all around town? How, how come you haven't been? How come it hasn't been, you know, uh, submitted for the blacklist? And it was all these things that I had as goals. And I'm telling you, it was just, it was just hard work. I mean, he just, you know, it's, it takes time and effort to send scripts out and to call. And, and I, I, had, I had so many meetings with so many wonderful, amazing people. Like I have a stack because I print, I like to print things out. And every time I had a meeting, I'd print it out and I met all these wonderful people. I, you know, I've been working steadily um, and it did end up getting on the blacklist because people read it and they responded to it. And, um, and that's, you know, it was a journey. I mean, I'd say half the time Palmer sat and, um, and then in 2016, it went out into the world and someone picked it up again. And, um, and then it ended in the hands of Fisher Stevens. Um, so that was the first person before Sidney Kimmel. Um, yeah, Sidney Kimmel came. So I started working with Fisher and mm-hmm. we were supposed to make it. And I mean, it's just such a journey. I mean, it's unbelievable. This is what, yes. And let me tell you, Pledge This got made like that. Like it was like, got made like that. And it's... and. <laughs> This is what this is why I ask these questions. I mean, I'm not patting myself on yeah. the back because I like hearing it. I love this journey. So yeah. please continue because this oh, okay. is beyond. Yes, Perfect. thank you. Jason, you there? Did no, he he's fall? there. Trust me. No, he's there. I was just, I was just answering <laughs> some emails. Don't worry about me. I got tons of emails to go. I just have been I've been taking a little peas. Right into my hand. Oh, <laughs> he's like making pasta primavera over there. Yeah, but don't worry, he's listening. Trust me. <laughs> Um, so, so, okay. So Fisher Stevens, I, right. I love Fisher. Um, he immediately, he was like Mark Pelton, like he got it, he got it. And he, and, and what I loved is that with Sam, I said, how do you see Sam? He goes, you know what, Cheryl, we don't know. He likes what he like, And he just got it. He got that what the story was about. It wasn't some revenge movie. It was, um, about this man and this boy and their journey together. And, um, you know, I said, well, how do you see it visually? Because I always had two films in my head and he named one of the films, which is one of my favorite films was uh, monster's ball. And I always kind of saw it as like little miss sunshine meets monster's ball. Oh, it's a like, little miss sunshine. How two good. fantastic movies. Amazing. Jason, what's going on? You what are you doing, nice. Jason? Yeah. He popped back over. I, know. What is he well, talking? I hate to be this guy. And so oh, I'm just listening. Oh, um, oh! You mean you're about to you're about I, to say I wanted, that? The, I, mean, I, I need to let Cheryl off the hook here pretty soon because we're we're uh, running in a, over a I, half hour on the thing. But you guys, can, I'll give you a couple more minutes. I just I have to be the red light. That's just my that's because oh, Apple it, yells at him. That's what very uh, matter of fact. <laughs> I feel you know what I feel like I'm in my AA meeting and they're like, <laughs> yeah. the shares over. Well, it's not for you so much because Cliff can talk to you till tomorrow, and you I before could. you know it, you're like. I got to go. It is breakfast time. He's helping you. He's helping you. Cliff and I are going to still be talking until midnight. Uh, Easy. (laughs) Easy, Cheryl. No problem. 
All right. Well, Jason, give us a couple of minutes then and then come back because yeah. I want right, to hear the end yeah, of this. Done, done. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I'm dying. Yeah, I got to get to Justin. Um, so okay. anyway, long story short, money fell through. There was another actor we come into. So we were supposed to make it in 2018. Money fell through. The actor that was going to do it, we come into the beginning of 2019. He no longer can do it. And, and it's, it, I'm, I'm very grateful because that's when it landed in the hands of Justin. Um, Fisher's, <laughs> Fisher's friends with his manager and he works with... Um, I think it's Jennifer Davidson over with Rick Yorn and mm -hmm. um, he does documentary work with, uh, you know, Leo um, DiCaprio and, and they all, you know, work together. They represent oh, yeah. Justin. And so they called Fisher and said, what do you think of Justin? We think Justin would be great. Fisher. What did called you think? Him. Yeah. I remember him calling me. He's like, Cheryl, what do you think of Justin? And everything I've seen Justin in, I've, I've, really Love liked I, inside Lewin Davis. I think he played, you know, he played one sort of character that I loved um, social network. He played a different character, alpha dog. He played a different character and I liked wonder wheel. I mean, I don't think, you know, like he was a, and, and also he's got, he's co-starred with Amy Adams, Kate Winslet, Juno temple, and these amazing actresses. And he doesn't, you know, he doesn't disappear. He's right there with them. And I love those actresses. So I've always liked his work. He's always good. It was outside the box because I don't think we ever thought of him as Palmer. But like you said, like yep. even Justin, I don't see anyone else as Palmer. And I remember the first shot of the of of filming. It was in the bar when the bar scenes. He was in the bathroom, and I, I was having a moment. I'm like, this is Palmer. And he he came over. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm having a moment. He goes, yeah, it's pretty cool. And it was pretty cool. I mean, he's just. Mm. It was very collaborative. He got to know us. We, we I, I think he wanted to make sure we're all on the same page. We were. He met with Fisher. Then him, me, and Fisher had a conversation and just created. He has amazing instincts. And he's a phenomenal athlete. Like, I've seen him catch a really? one-handed football from one of my favorite quarterbacks. And I'm like, and my eyes were focused on the quarterback because I love this guy. Who, who and then I'm like, wait a second. I'm not going to say, but, ah. he, he, but then, I realized, <laughs> then I realized he's going to the Super Bowl. Okay. And oh, it's his see, there it is. anyway. And then I realized after the fact, I'm like, wait a second, Justin just caught that with one hand. I mean, so I admire athleticism, um, but he has great instincts. I mean, we did a table read. I bumped on a couple things and we, we discussed it afterwards and it was the same things he, he bumped on. And, um, you know, it was a very like familiar, familia, I don't know. We we're like a familial, familial. Yeah, and and how he was with Justin. I love, I uh, sorry, how he was with Ryder. He was great. I mean, he oh, was touching he was great with this little boy. And, um, well, you know, what's interesting. And I know yeah. I have to let you go. So I'm just going to yes. say what, what's interesting is, you know, Justin is known in Hollywood as one of the nicest people in Hollywood. He is. It's, it's so to see him play this kind of stoic, mean dude, like who doesn't talk, who served like 12 years. And I mean, you know, and as this un unveils itself and unravels, I mean, I have to say you earn that that pool room scene in the, that fight yeah. that was earned. So this thing to me, oh, my God, what a journey. What a movie. Uh, congratulations on everything. I can't wait to see this thing get out into the world. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate that because I'm sure. an admirer of your work. Love the work here. Thank you so much. I mean, really, and and again, like, and, and Marcus, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> give a shout out to my manager. Yeah, he, you know, busts nicely his done. Ass. He yeah. really does. <laughs> okay, Jason, you can come now and ruin yeah, everything. Geez. Are you sure? I'm just gonna. I was just here. I have to do the ads and stuff. Cheryl, can I just tell you how awesome this was? I'm, I'm worse. I'm, I'm maybe worse a crier than Cliff is, and my That's family. True. 
actually sits and watches movies that are that have any type of this part and they just watch me while I cry to that movie and you gave my family the best treat last night because they I I love the movie and I don't care anymore I just gush in front of them and it, it was beautiful <laughs> and it was fun and it was up you know, there's a lot of stuff there and yeah and so all all joking aside I spent more time crying <laughs> than eating grilled grated parmesan cheese last night and that's a sign of a really good movie Yes, oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, guys thank you for being here. Fun. You guys oh, I'm glad good. you had it. Come by, hang out all you want. I'll be late. Anytime. You just jump in. We will, we'll, we'll pretend I'm not even there. <laughs> I can't wait to see whatever you do next. And oh, and really, again, thanks. just such congratulations on everything and to everyone involved. Thank you. Oh. Very kind. Thanks, awesome. guys. Cheryl, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Bye-bye. Yeah. 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 What so, an awesome person. And oh. I know that she has some stories that I want to hear so bad that we're just not going to be able to do I right now. I could have talked to the whole show. I know. I know you could have. And you probably should have as punishment for me not even being, like, not even bothering to show up today. Well, it's the same thing. Like, we're getting these guests. We're so blessed. We had with Ed Quinn last week. I could have talked to him the whole show. I mean, we're just getting these great artists yeah. that are coming I'm in. A, and Something about ahead. you guys. Just, I love when you, especially when we're with other writers, because you can just, there's like a, there's a little bit of a shorthand that you have there. And her story is really interesting. And um, I just really love to talk, you, you guys talking. So that's why it's the best part for me. I, I mean, we joke about it, but I get to just sit here and basically eat popcorn and watch you go to town because it's fucking <laughs> so much fun to learn about this stuff. And there's so much behind the, the scenes with, uh, with her and with writing in general. It's just, it's just a great, it's just a great time. 12 year journey to get that thing made from writing it to getting it made. 12-year journey. What would You know what you got to make sure you're doing in 12-year journeys? Well, listen, here's what I wanted to show you, okay? Staying comfortable. Listen to me. Listen (laughs) to me. What do you got? If you're a prisoner at the California inmate facility, this is what your boxer shorts look like. They are $12.60 a dozen. That means your underwear costs you less than a dozen. It's some sort of cotton poly blend. It's awful. It's itchy. It's not even yours. You wear what underwear is handed to you. Do you know that? Right, because they go all to the laundry. It's not like you're getting right. your underwear back. You're getting right. so underwear if back. If you had a 12-year journey, imagine your 12-year journey being <laughs> through the California. You know how rough it would be down there? It would be gritty like sandpaper. Everything, it would be tender. Your skin would be rough. Yo, and that's this is why, what you're getting in California. Imagine what they're getting in Louisiana. Please continue. Yeah, exactly. This is, the, this is the good stuff. This is the- Yeah, this is the, primo. Uh, this is the primo liber, <laughs> li, like, liberal, liberal- yeah, liberal stuff. jail stuff. So I just wanted to show you that because- isn't this nicer? Oh my this. God, yes. I, I just looking at it makes me feel good. I feel soft. I found a pair I wanted to share with you. So that's why the I'm purple what I'm ones. Right. What are those logo? What's that logo? Oh, these ones. These are the ones I like. These little foxes. These ones make me happy. Oh, that that's like a light, like a turquoise blue with these foxes. Oh, the yeah. foxes are hugging. Yeah, right? Oh, that's right so time gorgeous. for Valentine's Day. So this is what I'm saying. Smart. This is what I'm saying. If you're gonna go on a 12-year journey, don't go with the California uh prison uh underpants. <laughs> go with the Meandies. With the softness and the hugs. Like this, this already says, this is a love story between two foxes. <laughs> it's a fox love story. It's a fox love story. The other way, that's, a, that's not a, that, the, the twist is these underwear suck. Like if you want to write with the twist, uh, give a prisoner a pair of me undies and see how they behave. Like you're talking about some green mile shit right there. They're going to be nice. They're going to reform. Yes, green soft. mile. Nice. I'm just saying it was nice. And and also, if you're going to be sitting on your butt for, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years writing a script, you better make sure you're comfortable. 
Make sure that butt is soft. And you better make sure it's micromodal technology from I, Beechwood trees. You know, pulp to yarn. You know what? what they, they say do. this a lot. Like rappers are, look, it, I'm hard. You know, like they want to they rap hard. They get hard. Yeah, but no, I knew what you I meant. Want, I want a rapper that goes out there and goes, yo, I'm soft as hell down there, dog. I am so soft. Like Eminem gets out there and goes, listen, I come at you soft and comfortable as a little baby in that booty. Like, that's what I want. He's the only, he can get away baby, with it. Soft, soft. Like somebody come out with the Me Undies rap song and talk about, let's get soft, everybody. Let's get comfy. Let's get cozy. Let's cuddle up in our Me Onesie that you get by going to MeUndies.com, yes. offer code STUCK. Yes. 15% off, get soft. Get, get soft. soft. Watch Palmer. Cry with me. Watch as your watch as your once fruitful job as a as an aspiring sidekick on a podcast is ripped from you. When the screenwriter of Palmer, Cheryl, shows up and is really funny and She's has great. fun things to say. Oh, loved her. Just love. Yeah, me too. That's the problem. I would here <laughs> you go. It's not mine anymore. Because he was late. You, at least my pants are soft. By the way, as late as you were, you're you are soft. <laughs> you are soft. And 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 let me just tell you, it's $19.99 a month for the membership, too. Free shipping, and they got a money-back guarantee. So anyway, meandies.com, offer code stuck, 15% off. Get soft. Yep, get soft. Get soft, everybody. What's I, up, I love this slogan. I, did you just come up with that? Yeah, that was me. No, By the way, up. they they should adopt that immediately. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, get soft. I mean, come on. It's the it's it's fantastic. Get soft. Yeah, get some soft. It's so soft. Awesome. It's so soft. soft. <laughs> I, I want to point out one thing, though, about this movie, and then we can talk about other stuff. Just one quick thing, because we always talk about diversity and, and whatnot, and, and, and there's something, this movie is all about love. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing, it's about acceptance, it's about love and this journey of acceptance. And also, I don't know if it's a weird thing or not, but 12 years about, it took her and everybody to get this made, and wow. 12 years is the amount of time Palmer spent in prison. Wow. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I'm just it's saying, tough. I don't I mean, believe in coincidences. Uh, uh, no, you're absolutely right. And, you know, you also are looking at a lot of people, like, uh, with uh, with all this stuff. You're looking at a, a particular topic that 12 years ago would have been considered way on the fringes for some, you know, one reason or another. Yeah. That's 2008. Like, we're still, you know, if we're looking back in time, that's 2009. California had already turned down the Gay Marriage Act in 2008. That's deep. Um, we hadn't right. even gone to Supreme nice Court point. yet. So we're talking about a time period when you, she's she's trying to make this work in a time period where we couldn't get our act together to uh, just give equal rights to everybody when it comes to marriage. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed when I hear that every time. I know it's it's hard to think about, but that's you know that's 12 years ago where we're at, and so it's just impressive. One that she wrote and stuck by that 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 story for so long and was able to get this done now. But the, you know that's just yes. how time these times have changed, and 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 it's you know and and it's that perseverance that 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 helped make that happen. Yep, and it's a testament to a great script because otherwise people wouldn't have kept passing it around, even when it goes to the chiropractor. Like these are the things, and that's why in Hollywood, just remember, it's like you're never finished. Hundred percent, ne- right? You're never out, okay? Unless you take yourself out. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and that's the whole thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like this might have taken twelve years to get there, but it takes twelve, you know, persevering through that and having something that great. Showing that, you know, there's always a chance that this stuff comes through. And, yeah, it's, and Justin's it's, performance, man, I ha- you know, I, I think it's, you know, it's on, poor, it's on, listen, it's a different performance from what Riz did, right, right. In, in Sound of Metal, but it, it is equally as compelling. Mm-hmm. 
I, I and I, you know, I don't bullshit about this stuff. And, and, and you know how I was on the movie as we were going through it. And, and this is where I landed. I mean, Absolutely. I'm thinking about the performance and it, 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 it's, it, it got underneath me. Yeah. Okay. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't gush about a movie that you're no. not gushing about. I know that about you. So yeah, no, I, I won't do that. It, it, it really, by the end, I was like, oh, this, fuck you. And Juno Temple. You got too many tears going. I get that. I and feel Juno, you. man, she is so good. Like comedy, drama. She did the Scorsese thing, you know, vinyl. I mean, she can do anything. I feel like Great. she, like she, oh, wow. What a chameleon. What a shapeshifter. She's beyond talent. All right. What do we got? Got any news? Um, yeah, we got a little news. I wanted to got? talk about um, a couple things. Talk One, when does Can normally go? Can? Uh, I think it's May. May? Okay, so this isn't that big of news, but they, they presented it like it was. It's been postponed till July. Oh, okay. Well, good. Yeah. By the way, uh, that's a smart thing. Yep. That um, sucks for the business, but it would be nice if they managed to postpone it till July, and then they actually had Can, and things started, like, happening again. That would be I wonderful. think they will. You know, they've been announcing a lot of stuff, so it's always weird. It's coming out of Florida. Like, um, they're talking about the uh, WrestleMania having people at it, um, which is interesting to me. That seems like the scariest thing to do is to open up Florida for WrestleMania. I, I heard Florida um, has clubs open. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah probably. I mean, yeah, but yeah. That, if it's going to be anywhere, you know, it'll probably be Florida. Yeah. But yeah, also don't don't mind it. whatever I'm running in the background. This is not for you to talk to comment on. It's just there to be there. Um Eventually, you'll see what's going on there. Um, okay. Other things that are going on in the news today, um, we can we can officially announce that um, uh, Rap Rock is back um, in the in the form of the new uh, Kong versus Godzilla trailer, which looks amazing. Rap Rock? What did Kid Rock do? Do that? No, but like you need to listen. If you ha- we'll watch it after this. But the, first of all, the new promo. I don't care who you are. Kong versus Godzilla. The new promo looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Really? Um, but it, like you're uh, really being serious right it now. It looks really good. Like the sense the scale of the size of the monsters looks really good. But then right as it starts getting hardcore. Um wait, is this new Pee-wee? No, this is just a this is just a this is just a fan video that I thought was very funny. Somebody replaced all the dinosaurs in Jurassic with Park with Pee-wee Hermans. And I just thought it'd be fun to have riding it's in the back. <laughs> It's fantastic because I'm watching it like, is this a movie? Is this a new Pee Wee Herman movie? And then I'm like, oh, no, it's a, this is also great. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> the Jeep just drove away like, and then Pee Wee's just driving on his bike <laughs> chasing them. <laughs> something I found the other day. I've decided while we have conversations, sometimes I just want random things to be in the background while we talk. But, but no, so, um, so what's going on is the, the movie's great, but then right when they get to fight, all of a sudden it goes, oh, yeah, boy. What's up? What's up? It's like POD and all that stuff. It's like 2000 really? rap rock just returned in the middle of this video. It's like unbelievably <laughs> obnoxious too, but it's like this preview sounds really good. There's all this great music. And then all of a sudden it's like the worst parts of rap rock just arrived at it's your doorstep. It's not good rap rock. So, yeah. There was some good kind rap like run, rock. Yeah. Run DMC rock yeah. box. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great song. Absolutely. There was some good stuff. I think most of that, a lot of that judgment night stuff lasted okay and did pretty good anthrax and public enemy and that kind of stuff. But judgment, this is like, did you just, did you just reference the Dorf Jeremy Piven movie about the RV that gets stuck in downtown LA yeah, with the, with the, the, the wow. first great metal hardcore rap mix. Yeah. But wow. Um, what a reference, Jason. I wouldn't have pulled that reference from it. Like I wouldn't have thought you were going to oh, pull that reference. A Dorf hey, listen, Piven a, movie. As a, as wow. A, as a, 
as a white kid growing up in the 80s and 70s, loving rap and also having a lot of friends that were into rock, it was the thing that I, you know, the thing that bonded us, right? Ah, that's actually, but again, this is why we talk about this all the time. Art. Art will do this. It brings all these worlds together. You can launch off onto anything you want to talk about without having to talk about the actual thing. Absolutely. I do have one sad piece of news that I want to go into, and I just I have to bring it up because I, I love her so much, and she's been a great person to, to watch for years and way longer than I've been around. But Cloris Leachman passed away. 94, today. right? 94 years old. Yeah. Should what we a lady. in a silence for that woman? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What a lady, man. What a lady. Yeah, what a, and thank you in, in heaven for all the joy you've given the, the tens of uh, hundreds of millions of people that, whose lives you touched. She's so funny. Yeah. Um, it's, there's so many great things she's on. Um, the last thing I remember seeing on regularly, and I mean, obviously she's been on stuff um, before this and after this, but, um, you know, it was just really delightful to have her in my house every day was uh, when she was on Raising Hope. Oh, yeah. Um, Raising hope with she was uh, so funny, May she was so and funny. the guy we love that that actor, uh, yeah. you know, the one, yeah. Uh, we can't do uh, this, Garrett yes, Garrett Dillon. I love that guy. Oh, he's so good. So Raising hope there. is such a good show. I mean, you, 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 you want to go back to the things that you know, the big things that she did, you know, the young Frankensteins and 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 the, uh, the white hair. She was the first one with that white, that white streak, right? Yeah. I never saw that before. Yeah, she was so funny and so good and so many things. And, uh, you know, from Mary Tyler Moore all the way over to, you know, all the way to Raising Hope, you know, and, and everything in between. She's worked since, you know, she started working. She's never stopped until the day she stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, you know, anyone should be blessed to have that career. And, uh, yeah, it's a sad, sad loss. I mean, listen, 94 years old, but when I'm 94, believe me, I'm going to be like, I'm going to 104. Like, you don't want to leave. Betty White's 99. Like, uh, like, uh, what did, uh, what did, uh, Miss San Tropez say? Thirties and forties are for your career. Fifties are for having babies and you die at 140. Yes. By the way, uh, great news is getting better and better. <laughs> it's like, I'm almost done. I had to stop last night just so I had some episodes left today to finish. Cause it's almost done. Once I finish the second season, yeah. it's, it's well, at least you got a, you got a Mr. Mayor coming tomorrow, but once it's over, it's over, unfortunately, but it's a great show. I, I, I mean, if you're really Jones and like, and you need that black tar, uh -huh. that black tar, you can always you like got. hit up a couple episodes, like episode two of, uh, uh, saved by the bell, same writer. You know, I, I've been, now I've been thinking about it because, uh, the creator did great news yeah. and, uh, what's her name? Briga, Briga Helen or whatever is the lead. I mean, what did you see her in? You'd seen her in something previous or no? Um, I feel like I have, um, I think she's in Mr. Mayor now. Hold on. Let me look. She is really like what a mix of funny and snarky. And, oh, you know. oh, she's in. Oh, yeah, you're talking about her. Yeah, yeah. she is in. Um, that she was in that show, uh, Top Floor, the Bill Bill Lawrence show. Right. Okay, that's what it was. I mean, she's a unique talent, and and to be that funny and you know that also able to pull the drama and get you to feel things in a show that really should be just silly. And, and it was really great to see Tina Fey play Alec Baldwin as a woman. I know, right? It was super fun. Yeah, it really was. And then I hear, what did, what did Scott tell us? Nicole Richie has a new show coming out. Yep. Why yep. now Nicole. I'm excited for that? Because now she's hysterical. So now all I want to do is see Nicole Richie. 
Like, why is that weird? Oh, it's <laughs> like, awesome. Nikki, I think it's called Nikki. Is it called Nikki Fresh? No, make that sounds no. right. Nikki Fresh. <laughs> yeah, Nikki Fresh. That's it was on right. Quibi. So that can't be it, right? Oh, it, she's a rapper. And every show what? is supposed to end with a real, like, rap video. Oh, well, then maybe they've turned it from a, a Quibi show into a real show, like to a big show, like Pinocchio. Oh, I would love that. Listen, I just want more Nicole Richie now. She's very funny. Like, how, I, how weird is it? How weird is it when you like... Isn't it it wait, sounds wait, insulting. Go ahead. Like, you want to go... Like, but it's one of those things, like, where you wake up one day and go, do I like Nicole Richie now? It's yeah, like, I do. My, like, it's like... As my, a talent. It's like, my, like, I remember the day I was like, Am I into outlaw country now? Like, it's like, I guess I am. <laughs> You're like, I guess that's, that's who yeah. I am now. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah, that's who I am now. I guess I'm, I'm in, I, I guess that's what I like. This is weird. <laughs> that's what happened with me and Nicole Richie. And listen, all I had to base it on was the simple life. So right. it wasn't like I was, you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, she's so bad. It was just a simple life. There was nothing really to base it on. And then I see her in this thing where there's all these great comedic actors. And it's Tina Fey peeing with Robert Carlock. And she is not only holding her own, she's leading the show. Like, right. really, I'm so, and every time she's on, she's doing something funny. Like, I'm watching her doing business when she's not in the scene, you know, when she's not talking. And she's got, it's like her instincts. Listen, she's Lana Richie's kid. I mean, you know, there's got to be genetic talent that just falls, but she's got her own thing on top of things. Like, I am just, the way she, uh, the, her wardrobe, and I know her for sure, she picked out a lot of that stuff that she was wearing. I guarantee it. <laughs> and she looks amazing in everything. Yeah. It's like perfect. Yeah, I'm blown away by it. So she's got a new thing coming out. I am all in. So, you know, I'm just saying, let's keep a tab on that. And let's get her on the show because I, I absolutely love her. I love her too. It was, yeah, it's going to be really fun. Um, what else is what else is news? Um, have you been watching anything else? Anything else kind of hitting your fancy, like tickling your old bones? Tickling well, the bone? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's weird because other than Palmer, right? Here's what I'm, I'm facing right now, Jason. I don't know if you can tell me you're going through this or not. It feels like there has been a lack, like it has just stopped. What I did get very excited about was that they renewed Tehran for the second season. So at least we know at some point, and they're, I think they're shooting Ozark. So we know that stuff's building, but I really feel like what, what do we have right now? Like, you know, Servant's just kind of, uh, I'm going to watch it, but, you know, I got Mr. Mayor. But there really isn't that much when I, oh, you know what I'm thinking about? I've actually, I don't know if this is just the lack of content, but did you see the new show that came out about the fairies on um, Oh, yeah, I was looking at that Netflix? one. I watched, the first, I watched Fate. It's called Fate, the Wing Saga. I watched the first, I've watched a little bit of it. I, I want to like it because you know how big a fan I was of that magician show. Yes. And this kind of has that same lineup in, as the magician. So I've, I've been liking that. Um, is it worth my time? Like, should I get I mean, into it's, this? It, so far, it's not very funny, but it, and it's fairly serious, but it's okay. Um, it's not bad, but I haven't gotten far enough to know if it's bad yet. There's just uh, people that are figuring out they have fairy powers right now. They mm -hmm. go to a high school, so it's very much a Harry Potter or a magician's type show. Well, that um, was the thing I was thinking, Jace, was that, like, you know, for everybody out there who's talking about creating shows or this or that, you know, don't think, oh, well, Hogwarts, Ho excuse me, Hogwarts was done, so I can't have a school... You can just do it again any way you want. Just change the time. It's not a wizard. It's a fairy. And then, yeah. boom, you got a TV show. No one's right. uh, coming at you for it. Right. There was that, that one I was watching earlier where that, like, was, like, I forget what it's called, but it was basically Murder High School where they just trained assass assassins and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Same, same idea there. 
Um, there's a couple other ones like that too. Um, so, but right, but are you not seeing that there is like a shortage right now, mm -hmm. which is very weird for me to say because you know you got all these streamers and there's all these things, but yet if you literally if you're a regular viewer like like us, you know I am finding a real deficiency in stuff to watch and even in movies to buy. Like, mm. I'll, I'll buy a movie. I'll buy 10 movies right now if I think there's something to watch. But mm -hmm. it's not hitting me. So Interesting. I, um, listen, show me wrong. So I think that there's, well, I've watched a couple movies um, I, I think I told you about, and I wanted to check out a couple others um, that I thought were kind of fun. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, they were kind of hit and miss. I'm, I'm watching right now. I'm watching, uh, I watched that Outside the Wire movie. I watched. Do you, have you watched? Cut, have you seen that preview for Cutthroat, Cutthroat City, which is uh, about New Orleans, uh, directed by the RZA? Yeah, I did. It did not. It looked Didn't, just lame. It's fine. I mean, it's directed by the RZA, so it's it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it makes enough sense. I mean, but um, I, you know, look, he he could have been great. I have no idea, but the movie looked just very generic, run of the mill, like just crap. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but. It's definitely not. I mean, it's there's a reason. Sometimes there's a reason it, it goes to Netflix with very little fanfare. Um, yeah. Homefront, I haven't watched yet, but um, I always think it's interesting when the the down home backcountry boy is a British guy uh, named Jason Statham, and he's going he's going back home to the small town, which always cracks me up. But yeah, that's he's going trying on. That's to do that. an accent? Is that what's happening? No, he doesn't do an accent. James Franco's in that one, so we'll see how that one goes. But is that uh, is that where James Franco ended up after everything? Uh, this at talented dude, and now he's uh, doing the Homefront movie with Jason Statham. Yeah, well, I mean, he was on General Hospital for a while. You never can tell. And then Russell Crowe and Elizabeth <laughs> Banks have this movie called uh, The Next Three Days. Huh. It just came out on Netflix, so there's that one that just really? came out. Yeah. I didn't know about this. Okay, okay, this this makes me at least somewhat interested. Like, it could be a thing. There's a they documentary on Netflix called Spycraft. That Spy is... In its oh, first yeah, no, season. Yes. I, you know what? I put that on my list last night. I saw that and I was like, okay, it was getting late. And I'm like, this is serious stuff. I'm not watching this late. But that is the next thing I'm, I'm digging into is Spycraft. Cool. I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of stuff right now, a little bit more than normal. I mean, it feels maybe like, I feel like I have a bunch of stuff I just haven't even checked in on yet. Like, I'm missing some stuff. Um, oh, you like know what I, I heard? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you know what? I I, I heard uh, that today, or I think it's tomorrow, there's a new streamer that's launching that's like the documentary channel. Oh, really? I'm yeah. sure it is. It's with XTR. It's with David Arquette and Christine Arquette's uh, company, XTR. They oh, really? Yeah, they have started this. Doc I think if you could look it up, because I know we got to wrap up, but I think it's documentary TV. I could look it up too. But it's uh, it's documentary TV. I think it's, it's going to be on Roku, and it's free. Oh, really? Okay. And it's got, like, Cartel Land. It's got all the movies that XTR makes. But it's also, you know, I mean, have you, because I was trying to look it up right now as you're doing it. Uh, I found an archive thing, a real screen archive, XTR Lodge streaming platform. Yeah, that's Documentary it. Plus. That's it. Documentary Plus. That's what it's called. And it's coming out tomorrow. It'll be on Roku. I think this thing's a coup. You know, I think it really, no pun intended. I really do. I think it's something where it's like you, you can't get your documentary, Phil. You know, go go get it on Documentary Plus. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely check this out, and I'll let you know. Because hopefully they'll be available on, on all the, you know, multiple platforms, which would make sense. It should. Yep, that's what I think. So, all right, I know we've... we've oh, yeah, hit. so here we go. Documentary Plus, 
four ninety nine discovery part of the dis- no this can't be the one that's discovery plus I'll find it for you yeah. ladies and gentlemen yes Jason will believe me but yeah it's it's a great it's a that'd be a great, great thing, thing especially for my wife um, and me to like because oh, yeah. she will watch documentaries with me no matter what they are um, that's the way I can get her to do things. I, I love this. Okay, so so we got to wrap up, huh? So we went a little over today. It's fine. I was a little late and go a little over. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay. Well, I get it. There's one thing I want you to watch to Please, tell tonight. Me. Tell me. I want tell you me. to watch the, the 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 pilot of the Great North and tell me on Friday if you liked it or not. Um, I watched it. You did. What do you think? Uh, I mean, you know, and it's got Offerman, and I was I was still like. Uh... I think, well, also it's just a couple episodes and it's a, you know, it's got to get started. It's also got Jenny Slate and Dulce Sloan in it. It's a good, I, I think you need to give it another shot. Okay. I think you need to give it another shot. Well, uh, you've been right about everything so far, so I, yeah. I will. I'll give it another All right. shot. All right. And I then I just found out there's a show called Kevin from Work with my boyfriend from, uh, from uh, Shit's Creek in it. And I didn't realize that that was a show. Kevin from Work? Yeah, it stars, uh, it stars my boyfriend Noah Reed from. Uh, oh, he's so good from Schitt's Creek, but it's like an old show from like 2015, but it's on there. And I, so it was I on Freeform and I'm gonna have to watch those 10 episodes cause I love him so much and I'll watch it. I don't care if it's from five years ago. My love for him has never don't die. seen. A, well, it, it's one of those, it, it's, it's more than just not dying. It's, it's eternal. It, it, it it's a love it, that love existed before time existed in the beginningless forever and endless. Yeah, exactly. Alpha Omega motherfucker. There you go. And on that note, everyone, stay safe, stay sane, <laughs> stay strong. Layton Smith. <laughs> and Liff Lorfman. <laughs> and our new host, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Love you. <laughs> We're stuck at home.